0: Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Rating Arizona Beers, brought to you by King's Beer and Wine on Central and Thomas. And if you're like me and a beer nerd, you need to head to King's Beer and Wine because it is freaking amazing. It's a great spot. Thank you. This is oh, a bonus oh, episode. Geez. Oh, who is this guy? She's Scared me, man.
1: Now, this is a bonus episode. We are sponsored by Kings Bear and Wine, and we review and talk about beers that are available here at the amazing uh, tap room and beer store. We do bonus episodes, though, of ones that uh, are not available here, and we bring Mark on to, to have him give his expertise. So,
2: Well, thank you. I, I don't know expert. how expertise it will be, but I'll give an honest,
1: uh, honest review. Mark, let's, uh, let's take an opportunity right now. I uh, would like to thank you for uh, for uh, sponsoring the show. This is incredible. This is fun. Uh, I think people are really enjoying it. And uh, thank you.
2: Awesome. Thank you. We, yeah. we really have fun uh, hosting you guys. And uh, glad we're able to give you a good selection. Good so. reason to drink on a Sunday morning, right? <laughs> Do we need a reason for that? <laughs> And speaking of selection, I mean,
0: 80, how many beers on tap?
2: 81 rotating taps, uh, about 1,000 singles in the package mm. side. So it's yeah. a beautiful thing, yeah. man. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. thing. Just, just
0: absolutely amazing uh, bottle shop and tap room. And we, we always say it on the on the show. You probably I don't, you probably heard it before, but, you know, we always say that it is definitely, uh, you know, one of the best uh, bottle shop and tap rooms in, in Arizona. For in the sure. state. Thank you. Absolutely. Appreciate and, it, and, and, You know, it probably extends <laughs> a lot further past that because, yeah. I go to a lot of places, and I look up bottle shop, and then you go to said bottle shop, and you're like, "Yeah, this, this is." <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get that. Uh, so, thank you.
1: Yeah, we love you, ma'am. We love you. you. We love this plot, uh, your team, everybody. So, uh,
2: let's awesome. drink. Thank you. Yeah, sounds so, <laughs> good. So this is
0: a, a very uh, cool thing. Uh, so Eric brought us a beer from Grand Avenue Brewing Company, located in uh, basically Central Phoenix.
1: Yeah, on the on the on Grand Avenue, which right. is like the weirdest little cool area. It is the Funky.
0: only uh, street in Arizona that that goes diagonal. Comes at an angle. Right?
1: Everything's a grid, and then you're like, what the hell is that rogue right. street?
0: <laughs> yeah, we have one rogue street that just decide, decides to. Uh, you bend all the uh, yeah. different laws in Arizona streets.
1: <laughs> well, it's got a cool vibe, Terry. The Grand Avenue area is, like, it's, it's very rustic. There's a lot of, like, rusted metal there and brick buildings. And, you know, you've got the Wayward Tap Room. You've got Grand Avenue. You've got, you know, Grand Avenue Pizza. There's some really cool places yeah. opening up over there. And, it's
0: starting yeah. to really ex- expand down that area. Um, yeah. And it's, it keeps getting better and better. So that's, that's really cool. So this is interesting. This is a <laughs> bottle-conditioned cream ale. Coming in at 6.4%. And this is in a 750 ml bottle. There was a
1: lot of um, laughs before. A lot of, uh, a lot, not, I don't say laughs, but there was a lot of curiosity of putting a cream ale in a bottle like that.
0: Yeah, we're uh, just very curious as to, you know, uh, normally whenever you see a presentation like this, you're talking like a very high-end beer. Sour um, that's been, you know. Yeah, like fruit. a Jester King yep. sour or a high-end uh, mead or uh, cider. Or an imperial stout, or seven hundred dollar bottle or, of wine, right? So you know, like Sam, <laughs> like Utopias, who yeah. come in a bottle like this, not not a cream ale. Yeah. Um, so very very cool, and it is bottle conditioned, which means uh, that it is actually fermented. Uh, a- after it's done fermenting, they add a little bit of yeast in, in the bottle to get it to carbonate. Ah, okay, gotcha. So the f- it finishes off essentially. And is conditioned in the bottle, and that's how you get the uh, the carbonation level up. So very, very uh, interesting take. And then especially it being a cream ale, um, which is not a very common,
2: commonly done craft beer. But, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, do you get a bunch of cream ales coming in?
2: We we don't. I'm personally a big fan of cream ales. I I like the style. Um, I wish we see we we would see more of them um a number of them that we do get in are uh some riffs on some uh dessert flavors that people like to have uh oh, yeah, from foods and so that kind of carries through in the in the theme i'm a, I'm a big fan of just a straight up cream ale yeah. as well
1: which is kind of de- it's a deceiving in a way right because yeah. people think that it's going to be like i don't know like i'm thinking it's gonna be like creamy like a latte somehow right, right. it's gonna right. be right. like it's it's not what you think it is necessarily right.
0: Uh, now, so is, uh, you know, I always, my brain always goes back and forth with cream ale, is it? Uh, I'm asking you guys, because I, <laughs> I should, I should. I'm <laughs> <I know. that. laughs> like, we're going to just revert re- 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 um, that right back to you, man. I'm always thinking of like, uh, like Anchor Steam or Steam Beer or California Common is, uh, is always my, what my brain thinks okay. of as cream ale. Ah, interesting. Uh, okay. Which is normally supposed to be like a bright, clear, gold-looking beer, you know, yeah. very clean and stuff like that, but. Let's see what uh, Grand, Grand Avenue's take is on this beer. It's cracking open. Crackin Sounds open.
2: good, my senor. You are. Am I doing this? Do the man? honors, my uh, friend.
1: And also, what drew me and I, uh, what kind of kind of put this all together was the label itself with a with the king on it, oh, right? Yeah. No, it's a
2: beautiful package. Love oh, yeah. the label on there. It's a little For rock sure. and roll kind of uh, finger pointing there. I did, I did like the, <laughs> Got nice, the horns.
0: Nice hiss on that. Yeah. So the on the open it? of the. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Really nice hiss. and then it, it pours a really good head on it too. So, obviously, well conditioned and well carbonated. So,
1: that's a bright beer. Like that's uh,
0: well, interesting. It's pretty cloudy. Yeah, it's unfiltered. D- definitely right? unfiltered. So yeah, de- unfiltered, hay-like in color, very light yellow, um, and you know you do get a good tight compact bubbles in there. So and it's a nice white head on it. So it looks very fant- very nice. Kind of almost takes you into uh, hazy IPA though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting it yeah. to or, look or like beer. this. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Looks like a Heffenweizen, Whitbeer, beer, you know, kind of thing.
2: That's good. Yeah, good call. Let's see.
1: Now Mark comes from the beer, the wine world, so yeah. he knows how to oh, he, smell yeah, stuff. He Does, he know Does he know about the drive by? Does he know about the drive by smell? Uh, I,
0: don't, I don't know. I mean, Mark, Marcus.
1: Mar- Marcus's uh, tagline. Yeah, I do. I do
0: it. I do a, a, a drive by aroma, yeah. um, and I always say that. When I was growing up in Tollison, I, I grew up here. I'm born and raised in Arizona.
2: Um,
0: you know, we would always drive around with the windows down, you know, with 60-mile-per-hour right. air conditioning. And, <laughs> and, you know, I grew up kind of like in the Tolleson areas. a lot of fields and uh, a lot of uh, cow pastures and sunland beef is down there where yeah. they slaughter cows and whatnot. Yeah. But you could close your eyes and you could drive down the street, 91st Avenue, and you knew where you were at. Because you're driving by and you, okay, um, we're passing by sunlight. Oh, yeah. we're passing right. by the cotton fields. Oh, we're passing because those aromas hit you. And then, boom, immediately you, your brain goes to something. Cool. So I've always done with yeah. beer was. I just drive by real quick. And then what
2: does my brain say? And then I just say it. I like it. It's easy. See, from the wine world, we do the full commit. Yes, yes. The nose in. Nose mm-hmm. goes right in. Yeah. So you're jumping in with both feet at that point. You keep your mouth open too? People yeah. told me. Yeah, you, yeah. Right. And so I do this, right? For
0: sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. <laughs> no, that's true because yeah. uh, they say what is it? Ninety percent of uh, tasting is done through the olfactory senses through the nose. Yep, your olfactory, yeah. and then
0: it yeah. allows you to just ba- basically go through and coat everything in there. And yeah. So, what are you guys? Where are you guys at with the aroma?
1: So you had mentioned Hef, right? Yeah. I get a little. There's yes. something in there about that I get a little Hef smell. Yeah.
2: Am I getting a little bit of hay on there as well? Definitely
0: uh, the. I would say the hops are very coming across as very um, earthy Mm -hmm. and grassy, Mm -hmm. but then, like you said, that that malt character is coming across as very Mm hay-like. You know, very hay-like, very farmy almost.
1: I can't put it into like a specific term, but Mm -hmm. I smell it and I want to drink it so bad. (laughs) You know, there's some beers that I smell that I'm like, oh, like especially with IPAs, like where I smell them and I just want to smell them for. Three four minutes before I drink them, so, so this one just tells me. To drink. So
0: to me, in my um, if I were to sit and just like kind of on, on, honestly do an honest breakdown of the aroma, I, I'm pulling a lot of like DMS out of ah. out of the aroma, um, which is not a good thing. Uh, uh so yeah, it's allowed in in certain styles. Okay, you know, like uh, pilsners and and stuff like that. They're gonna have some level of DMS just because um, uh, you know whenever you're taking pilsner malt, it's Full of DMS. Mm. Okay. And so Pilsner malt is hard to actually get rid of that. And and it's always allowed in there. This particular beer is uh, probably not allowed as much. Okay. Okay. And it's pulling off a lot of uh, dimethyl sulfide um, to me. Interesting. Uh, Okay. And so, but a lot of people um, are not sensitive to it. And dimethyl sulfide is, comes across as a buttery, uh, butter popcorn uh, kind of aroma. Mm. And so, you know, I get a little bit of that out of it. Anyways, let's get a taste of it. Let's drink this thing. Yeah, Yeah. cheers. (laughs) I can't hold off. It's been
1: nine minutes and 48
0: seconds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mmm, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that the hay and and, and grassiness that you were pulling off of the aroma definitely follows through in the taste as well
2: it 's got a great body to it i mean this is this is what I like about that cream ales is that uh, softness to it yes. and um, i mean it 's just it 's very crushable it 's very easy drinking um, it 's not sweet I think that 's maybe Eric what you were talking about earlier when people hear the term cream and they start to think there 's going to be a sweetness to it sure and, yeah and yeah. Um, you know there 's a little bit of it, but it 's not sugary sweet right. Right. yeah yeah,
0: right. yeah we were talking earlier about the perception of sweetness in a beer where you want your brain to think it's sweet, like your brain is saying it is, but it's not. It's right. actually still, you know, fully attenuated beer, and it is still, your, your palate still is craving more. Yeah. And it's not overwhelmed by, like, cloying yeah. Things, sweetness. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I like that a lot. That's, yeah.
1: It's a good beer. It's like a, it's um, a taste craft, right? If that makes sense. Like, it tastes like this is a beer that's made in a brick building on grand avenue you know it has that characteristic yeah. it has that you know kind of i don't say rawness but it that uh there's more clump complexity to it than other cream ales yeah. that i've had i guess no, I for, could for g- sure
0: it's it's definitely you could tell that it's bottle conditioned because of the mouthfeel and how smooth it is yeah man. um and then of course right it's creamy that's just
1: always just unfiltered has, they say so maybe they do all their beers unfiltered
0: yeah i think uh most most uh craft breweries are unfiltered. They don't filter their beer. Um, You know, they're not like these big box breweries that have all these fancy equipment to do it. Sure. Uh, But you know, as, as craft brewery uh, craft beers evolving more and more palates are actually turning towards being unfiltered. Like what is the Uh, beer actually supposed to taste? Yeah. Yeah. strip away all that flavor by filtering your beer. Yeah, so you know people I mean. will drink it.
1: Wow, <laughs> like, yeah, right? Because some over flavor, like, oh, too much of it. Just like, nope, I want something simple, something that I can crush thirty in a day. You know, yeah.
0: and and like beer nerds like me, um, I love the fact that they're bottle conditioning. Um, I think it is very unusual to put a cream ale in a seven fifty mil bottle. Yeah, but um, the fact that they wanted to bottle condition and probably it's easier to fill, like you know, hundred of these as opposed to like a <laughs> thousand. <laughs> small, sure. You know, twelve yeah, yeah. ounce bottles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, cool. Kudos to them. And I think, yeah. uh, as far as the beer is concerned, um, I do do get a little bit of that slickness. I do get a little bit of that DMS thing going on with it. Again, it's there's yeast in there, right? So yeah. It, to me, it's a little yeasty, um, but there's nothing wrong with any of that. that okay. I just said. Okay. Um, sure. Because again, I I love craft beer, and I love, like you said, it's very raw. Yeah. In its form and immediately whenever you had pointed it out to me, I was like, Man, that's like homebrew. Yeah. Yeah. Like to me, that's like something a homebrewer would do. Yeah. And when I drink it, I'm like, holy crap, it tastes like homebrew. Yeah. You know, like to me, this is like homebrew, like, yeah, man, I could I'd be proud of brewing something like this. Yeah.
1: It's like the it's like the beverage version of a garage band, right? (laughs) Nice. That's (laughs) That's a good way yeah, nice. For it's sure. like it's different doesn't mean there's anything wrong. like it's just it's something that you know and grand avenue dude he does a lot of it. he has like four or five belgians on at all times that's kind of what he specializes in uh but they have this little smoker thing it's like a pressure smoker uh and so they do like smoked baked potatoes they do like uh green chili pork they do red chili pork they do pulled pork they, wow. it's, a, it's a little sleeper it's a little sleeper yeah so nice. i uh i dig them so are we
0: great are we rating this thing We can. uh, We are rating Arizona beers. (laughs) Um, So what we do is we grade based off of a 10-point scale. We use uh, decimals and stuff like that. And then we base it off of uh, comparing it to other beers of the style. So this one we would be rating off of other cream ales
2: that we've had.
1: And being a fan of cream ale, you might have a few to compare them to. Well, I was
2: going to say, that's that's uh, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't use a lot of adjuncts to really change it. This is, uh, you know, a, I think a good expression of what the style is without having all those additional flavors to really, you know, make a left turn as grand avenue does um you know i, I think it's a, a good representation of cream ale i mean it's got that nice weighty uh, mouthfeel, the smoothness on there um um you know i'm i'm thinking back you know i'm i grew up in uh in canada in the eastern part so jenny and Genes- jenny light oh, genesee yeah. you know yep. um and then uh, my hometown was uh uh, Sleeman and Sleeman Cream Ale was the uh, the the beers now owned by uh, Sapporo out of uh, Japan. But yeah. um, um, I, I like this. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't, know, I don't even know what to do number wise. You guys are the experts we we on throw the numbers, we throw but whatever. But, uh, I've,
1: I've given it like an eight point six seven five three zero nine yeah. before. <laughs> <you> know, <so. laughs> yeah, exactly. Tommy Two Tone. Okay, yeah, exactly. all right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I'll I, start I, off and give yeah. it an eight and a half. I'll give it an eight and a half based on my, you know, yeah. um, experience with cream ale. Yeah, yeah. Oh. i had a handful in my day, and uh, this one's right up there with the rest of them. Yeah, good. Really good. Really sure. good. I like it.
2: I would agree with that. Yeah? I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm in complete agreement with that, too. Three 8.5s? Yeah, five? Five? I would do, I would do yeah. an eight and a yeah. right. half. Yeah, okay. for sure. Awesome. I think it's it's well executed, yeah. and it's different. Yeah. And yeah. that's the the thing, right? We're trying to find in the world of where people are copying others and, you know what I mean, trying yep. to take their ground to do something completely different like this. And, and like you said, make a left turn. It's um, <laughs> pretty, pretty cool. So yeah, kudos. Yeah. Nice sure. work, Grand Avenue. Yeah, Excellent. And, and, hey, thanks a lot to uh, Kings Beer and Wine for, yep. for hosting us. We do appreciate it. Um, and, you know, if you guys are ever in the area, of course, swing on in and show them some love and let them know that you're watching that's uh, that's what we really want you know yep. let, let them know that you are watching these episodes and that you do appreciate them so we just keep doing it you know we, we love coming down here and and doing these for you guys and give you guys our opinion so that way if you're in Kings and you're looking through and Mark's not here to guide you through it even though he lives here um, <laughs> you know you, you'll be able to say oh yeah I saw that beer or whatever and you had to pull it out and know that it's a good beer so yeah you know we appreciate it and we appreciate you too Thanks, Marcus. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Well, I
2: don't remember names but remember faces. Drop them bets just to replace us, boy. don't even have